0: welcome in to another episode of Word Vomit. Episode 3, baby! Because the words never once stop coming out of our mouths. And they never have stopped coming out of our mouths, even between episodes. We literally just keep talking. The microphones just aren't on. That's exactly. literally the only difference between our normal conversations and between this podcast. I am here today. Caleb Steindel. I'm joined by my co-host, who is also here today. Yep. Tyler. Wait, I'm here? Oh. Uh, I, I he, I... He's present in body, but his mind is clearly elsewhere. He has that sort of drugged, maybe, maybe maybe a little high sort of glaze over his eyes right now. I can't tell if that's just because you have a significant lack of sleep or if you were sort of, you know... Getting that good, good.
1: I, th- I think it's lack of sleep and probably caffeine.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tyler and I both have the worst sleeping habits. Oh, we do. For sure. It's really bad. Like, I won't go to bed even when I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Usually if it's a work night, I try to get to bed at a decent time. Well, okay, but what's a decent time, though? What's a decent time to you?
1: Between 11 p.m. and... And, well, let's say I'm working an 8 a.m. shift. Okay. I want to be in bed by
0: 10, lights out by 11. Okay, yeah, you, yeah. I will try to sort of have that same type of attempt, but lots of times I won't end up getting to bed till like, 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, and it's really bad.
1: Yeah.
0: I needed some water. Wow, I'm starting to get dehydrated, too. Well, today we got a whole bunch of different stuff that we're talking about, and... It's a good thing that we're talking today, and I'm not running around. My quads and my thighs are completely in pain from doing a bunch of random crap over this weekend. That's what happens when you can't go out to, like, restaurants and other places, and you have to stay at home. you got to find other ways to do things. So you use the great outdoors. But literally, I cannot stretch my legs without a lot of pain just sort of ripping through them. But uh, one of the most interesting things that has sort of been developing... Over the past... Well, really, it's ultimately developing over the past several years, I think. But yeah. it's recently sort of picked up as of late. Tyler, who is running for president?
1: Well, our current president, Donald Trump.
0: Right. Joe Biden. Right. And Kanye West. Kanye flippin' West. This is, this is really interesting to me. And the primary reason that it's interesting to me is because... Of the insane dichotomy between these three candidates, it's absolutely nuts. And what really stinks about this is the fact that uh, you know COVID-19 is obviously messing things up to the extent that debates are sort of a, considered a thing of the past right now because we really don't know if it's going to be able to they're going to be able to happen. You have campaign rallies and such, you know, you can't have massive groups of people. So the question is, will we get to see a debate between? Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And well, I still think that's going to happen, but
1: it it better happen. I,
0: I, I'm just, it better happen. You know, it it better. That would be a CNN comedy special, but (laughs) more than that. And this is something that is a little depressing to me because I know it probably will never happen. Can you imagine what a Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Kanye West debate would look like?
1: Oh, I, I, it'd be too funny. That would be a comedy. It'd be
0: too funny that CNN,
1: Aaron Comedy Central would have to pick it up.
0: (laughs) I can see that. That's probably what would happen. Just think of the three personalities of these of these guys. Oh, so yeah. what do we have? We have Trump. Right?
1: Businessman. Probably the most – he'd probably seem like the most sane person out of the three.
0: Which would be really weird. But, yeah, I could see that. And he would also be the one who I think would be the quickest to insult the other candidates' intelligence. Easily. Probably. Not probably. I mean, it's so – Definitely.
1: You, It's literally impossible not to insult them. Right.
0: Lots of ad hominem attacks, you know. <laughs> Um, sort of, he'd be getting a lot of softballs. He'd just smack them out of the park based on the things that Especially Kanye with West Biden. and Joe Biden would both say.
1: He'd he just rip West a new one about being a rapper and never being a politician. <laughs>
0: they would get into at, at least argument At least,
1: like, Trump had a business perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye's just a musician. <laughs> Was, well, he we got okay, to we make sure things. we don't get too political, though. Yeah, but, yes, that's true. I'm trying not to. But I, know, I know, I know. It's
0: so hard. we got to figure this out. And then you have Joe Biden, who clearly has deteriorating mental health and not even early onset dementia, but just straight up dementia. And I don't think he's going to be able to keep up with either of the other candidates. Oh no. Probably question where he was frequently probably make some inadvertent racist jokes. He'll probably Um, sound like uh, a bad lip reading. Probably talking about children, feeling his legs. Um, those, those, you know, types of things. And then you have Kanye West. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's, that's his, Oh my goodness. If you watch any of his videos, where he talks with other people over here, he's being interviewed. The whole, his hang on, Taylor,
1: thing. I'll give it, back, give the mic right, mic, right back to you. <laughs> my girl Beyonce oh. had the best music video of the year.
0: <laughs> he's very opinionated. Oh my gosh! And he'll gosh. go off. And just these three guys going at it would be the funniest thing to watch. And can you imagine the ratings for whatever? Uh, you know, I think you would have way whatever. more
1: people tuning into debates oh for the comedy than for anything. Definitely. Else. Like whenever. Because I've never had an interest in any of the debates. I've known, like... I mean, this is my first presidential election that I actually get to sure. vote for, but when I would just sit down and watch, I knew who if I could vote who I was going to vote for. Now I'm sure. like, you know, I know who I want to vote for, but I want to watch the entertainment. Right, right, all right. So, like, for, forget politics. I just want to sit here and have a good laugh, if it yeah. gets to that point where I can.
0: We sit here, and we hope and we pray that Trump w- and Biden will at least debate, but... Kanye I, I, West in there would be insane.
1: Yeah. I mean, with everything going on, I, <laughs> they won't have to deal with the p- people saying, all right, the going." please hold your applause or do not applaud. Yeah,
0: that's They would true. actually,
1: it'd be literally could have four people on the cr- camera crew. You'd be set.
0: Yep. It would not require a very large staff. No. And you could keep them six feet apart. And, Easily. And, and everything. Yeah. I, I, I think it's going to happen, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if it does. But Kanye West up there would make it 10 times better. Oh, it would be so, so fun. And the
1: rating's 10 times the
0: ratings higher. would be so much higher. We'd have something to live for. I'll just tell you that. Yeah. I haven't felt like I've had much to live for, but that would really get me something to get up out of bed in the morning for.
1: <laughs> you wake up. Mm. taste the
0: debate. It's Biden, Trump, and West. Oh. It, you have debate parties going on. Oh, my goodness. I feel like... Feel like watching The Hobbit for the first time, just pure and utter elation, because the content is gold. Tyler's looking at me like I'm an idiot.
1: Why would you pick The Hobbit? Well,
0: because in what? my lifetime, there are very there there are a few movies that came out that I was as excited about. Yeah, this be true. So you can apply this to you, and anyone who's listening can apply this to themselves. What is the movie that you were most excited to see in theaters in your lifetime? I would have that exact same feeling towards a debate between County I mean, West, I would Biden, say Donald like
1: Trump. the Avengers movies, but thinking about it, probably the new tenant movie from by Christopher Nolan. That's supposed oh, to come out at some point. OK. That looks so good. Hmm. The, whenever it comes out to theaters, I'm going to go see it in theaters.
0: There you go. That's what we're talking about. This, this could be a, mo- <laughs> a debate of this caliber could be like a movie in theaters like that could be a, a that could be a feature film. Yeah. Well, we'll see probably not going to happen but um one can only hope all right tyler yep let's move on to our next segment tyler we're gonna be doing a mock draft isn't that right yes sir we're doing a mock draft but don't click off this podcast if you don't like sports because that is not what this is about no no we're going to be doing something very very different okay here's the premise Tyler, you and i are going to war with canada yes Right. Yes, we're going to war with the Canadians. Not not literally,
1: but this is all figurative. This is figurative, non political. Yeah. We just had to pick someone, and
0: can- he picked can- Canada. I just want to say that for the record, he picked Canada, which is a fine choice by me. But I, I'm a boot that life. <laughs> he, he is uh, sorry. Got to make sure cancel culture doesn't get to us here. Yeah, uh, that sounded like Minnesota a little bit, <laughs> but you know, same difference. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to go through seven rounds, and we are drafting seven games, both board games and card games, that we think will help us in the best way in our fight against Canada. So the way that I look at this is that you and I are each having our separate wars against Canada. Yes. Right? And we're, You got the East Coast, I got the West Coast. Sure. And what we're doing here is we're taking these games and we're saying which games would be able to help us the best in a fight against Canada. Mm-hmm. And when we draft a game for our army, it's as if we get all of the pieces contained in that game, all of the people, the characters, whatever, everything contained in that game, if need be, perhaps they're life-sized, regardless, we're put into the world of that game and we mm-hmm. can use that game's resources to help us in our fight against Canada. So that's where we're at. We're yep. both going to war against Canada, two separate wars. Who is going to fare the best against Canada? That is the question. So
1: And then also, real quick cuz yeah, I don't yeah, think sure, you mentioned go ahead. this. So Let's say, for sake of example, I'm just gonna say Monopoly. Okay. All right. So let's say Cam picks Monopoly, and that was giving me my next pick. I can no longer pick Monopoly. Yeah. I have to pick someone else. So yes. kind of like an actual draft where it's like you.
0: Once want... a game goes off the table, it's gone.
1: Yeah. So hopefully I picked enough that you don't have.
0: That's what I'm hoping to.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, I may have to go do a quick Google search for. Some oh, extra ones. this is
0: gonna be fun. I'm really excited for this. This is actually. Me really too. Fun. How do we wanna decide who goes first? Are we in rock paper scissors? Uh,
1: do I have a that nobody can da- see? Yeah. Uh oh, this is oh, some I ha- last minute I have planning um,
0: right here. I have a guitar pick. Well, oh, a guitar this. pick. <laughs> so he's gonna flip a guitar pick. So this will be tails. All right. This will be. Heads. So you flip it and I'll call it. Yes. This is All right. Some I'm gonna have to move away from the. I'm right move away from the mic for a second. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Tails never fails. It's tails. <laughs> it's tails. I get. I will get first pick. It would have been heads if I wouldn't have hit it trying to catch it. <laughs> he bumped it in the air. You couldn't see it because you only have the audio. I I went to
1: go grab it, and it just hit <laughs> it, off my head. like, crap, out. really?
0: <laughs> All right. Karma. Wait, how's that karma? I don't know. Okay. With the first pick in the 2020 fantasy board and card game draft. A war against Canada. The war against Canada. Tyler and I are individual wars against Canada. I am selecting the classic, timeless, priceless game of chess huh and this is why i am that's a very strategic move it, of you. thank you thank you this is why i'm selecting chess okay the players are simple the pieces are simple it's simple and yet i feel like will provide me the most power in what i'm about to do power coupled with strategy because it is a strategic game look at the pieces contained in chess all right You've got pawns, Mm -hmm. which are essentially just soldiers, right? And those are the smallest and most insignificant pieces. It only goes up from there, right? You've got knights. You've got bishops. You've got full-blown castles, which are rooks, obviously. You've got kings. You've got queens. I'm going to harness all of the energy of these pieces into a full out army that I believe is going to be most effective in attacking Canada. The abilities of all these pieces blown up full size with their weapons plus with the the history of this game, one of the first board games ever, right? This is this is a classic timeless game and I think that I'm going to be able to get a lot of brilliant strategic attacks from these pieces combined with their sheer power and might in attacking Canada. So I'm selecting chess because I think that I'm going to get two full-blown armies out of it. You have your white pieces and your black pieces, so I think that I'm going to, and Tyler just laughs because, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> that didn't sound racist no, at all. Not at
0: all, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I have two, two full-blown armies out of this. Chess is my first selection. Tyler, you are on the clock.
1: All right, with my first pick, I choose Exploding
0: Kittens. (laughs) Tyler, that was on my draft board. (laughs) Yes, I took it off for you. I will just say that. I'm not going to reveal where I was planning to pick it. I will say that it was a little bit farther down the line, but it was on my draft board. Go ahead. Why why are you taking Exploding (laughs) Kittens? I
1: mean, if you play your cards right, your opponent could draw an Exploding Kitten or an Imploding Kitten. And then you also got my favorite card, the Crotch Kicking Panda on (laughs) your side. (laughs) yes there's so many good cards you got the nope card so like let's say Canada tries to attack me what's something I just go nope there's so many good cards to use in that
0: in, it's it's in that. a very unique game oh yeah and I think that the weapons that you'll be able to deploy are unique and you can't
1: prepare against them that
0: is a really good point Canada being able to prepare against your crotch kicking panda attacks. <laughs> How are they going to do that? That's not even you possible. Can't. What are some of the other cards that you ha- that you have in there? You can freaking see the future.
1: Yeah. And and play like <laughs> five, move five moves ahead and or
0: three moves ahead. And you have
1: you have diffusers. Yes. Um
0: what oh. are some other uh I'm drawing a blank. But th- th- there's yeah, like attack cards, there yeah, You have attack cards and and you th- have very unique descriptors on each card oh, as well yeah. like crotch kicking pandas and yeah, I don't think well China. Almost said China. I don't think, China, I uh, I don't think Canada <laughs> would be able to prepare adequately.
1: No, not against a crotch-kicking panda. Yeah.
0: I have to hand it to you. That is a really good first pick. I did have exploding kittens on my draft board, but I would never, in a million years, have taken them first overall. Which I think, to an extent, is a little bit of a bold selection. But I like it. I like it. So I,
1: I figured you might have had that one. There's a no, there's like two other ones. I'm like, okay, no, I want. I was gonna go with those first, but right, right. I figured that was that would be my best bet.
0: I think so, too. All right. So my second pick for the 2020 board and card game fantasy draft is a another strategic pick, but it is the reason that I'm selecting this game is because I think that it pairs nicely and complements nicely my first pick, which is chess. Like, you have a little bit of strategy in chess, but for the most part, you got the powerful armies, right? So my second selection is Clue you right. took that one off for me. I took that I, I took that off of Tyler's draft board here. So my second selection is clue and the reason for taking clue is because I feel like the individual characters and weapons that I have in here are going to be able to use sort of deception and cunning and spy techniques to be able to infiltrate Canada's headquarters, Canada's base, wherever that's located while their armies are being distracted with chess. Yeah. Right. So I think that they're going to be able to complement it nicely. You know, you've got pistols, you've got ropes, you've got knives, you've got a, a whole host of different... And you've got various rooms that they can attack from, too. So I think you get the full sort of complement of of everything you need yeah. uh, here in sort of a spy sneak attack. And I think yeah. it's going to be able to complement chess pretty nicely.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. All right.
0: What's your second pick, Tyler?
1: Uh, this is a tough one. I think I'm going to go with, for my second pick, Stratego.
0: Oh, that was a good one. You took that one for me, too. I had that on my board as well.
1: <laughs> I thought you might. I was like, I,
0: yeah. Why Stratego?
1: Well, again, kind of like chess, there's two armies. But this time, it's a bigger army than what chess offers. Mm. You got the spies. You got what else is there? There's the colonel. It's like a full army, basically. You got
0: generals. colonel, Yeah, yeah majors. The whole yeah. thing. Minors. You can find bombs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it just makes sense to have two full-blown armies bigger than a chess army with you when you go into battle. And some Exploding Kittens, too, that they can uh,
0: <laughs> put down just you, boom. You, you sort of have the standard classic army in Stratego and the very just unique wild out of out of. The more I'm thinking about Exploding Kittens, the more I think that I probably should have moved it up my draft board. Because I added it as one of my last picks. We have seven rounds in this. I don't even know if I mentioned this. Yeah, but, uh, you did but, when we first started, yeah. That's, that's a great selection. I love it because that was also my draft board. Um, for my third pick, I'm going to take one that Tyler, I believe, it's, it's interesting. So for this pick, I think, at least from my perspective, I am slapping Stratego in the face. Ooh. And the reason I say that is, like, I love the pick of Stratego. Like, it's hard because I'd want to be able to insult your picks, but I haven't been able to so far. So instead, I'm going to take a pick that I think is sort of aligns pretty well with Stratego, Mm -hmm. but is just more impressive than Stratego. And because that's because of sheer numbers. I, I
1: think I know what you're talking about.
0: And the game that I'm taking is Risk.
1: Yep, I knew that's what you were gonna say. So <laughs> uh, see, I don't. We don't own Risk, and I uh, don't really play it, so I never crossed my mind. But that is a very good pick. So
0: Risk has always been one of my favorite it's just games. A, basically, it's just a bigger army game. It's it's huge armies, right? And the thing about Risk that I like the most is that you have the individual pieces, but they contain multiple armies, mm-hmm. right? So you've got one sets of one army, three armies, five armies, ten armies. It's sheer numbers right sheer overwhelming numbers not to mention the fact that with risk you have essentially free reign of the entire world yeah right because literally the the risk board so why
1: and a uh, Canada You can go <laughs> conquer the right? world you
0: can just have Canada so i feel like that should be a lot of, of you know bonus points for me for basically i own canada when i when i select risk yeah so cuz is it like
1: the USA and Canada combine into one. No, like North America, yeah. Yeah, so North, America, North America, Central America, South America.
0: Yeah, I can attack the various parts of the world and use that to infiltrate Canada.
1: Or you could already start off with Canada. <laughs> and it's <just> a civil <laughs> war I that's could just going on.
0: start off with Canada so like end the war before it even <laughs> begins because I got rich. Or,
1: the, or there's like a civil war that goes on.
0: That's interesting too, yeah.
1: Or you start off in Central America and you got to take North America back, I mean.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of different routes you can travel across. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I'm assuming that wasn't on your draft board.
1: I that guess, one was not, America. no.
0: I'm happy with that pick. I guess I should be keeping... I don't even know if I'm keeping track of mine. I should be keeping track of mine. So let's do a quick recap. So I have taken Chess. I have taken Clue. And I have taken Risk. And Tyler, you have taken Exploding Kittens. Mm-hmm. You have taken... What was your second selection? Uh, Stratego. Stratego. And now you are on your third selection. Tyler, what's it going to be? Uno. Oh! Ho-ho! This is a curveball! <laughs> wow okay i'm intrigued tell me about it
1: i mean what better way than to make your enemies so mad and make them give up than drop a uh, draw a four card on them
0: <laughs> that is so great <laughs>
1: or a skip or just some random cards i mean that's gonna win a war
0: <laughs> that is actually pretty <laughs> okay i'm gonna be honest i don't think it's as good of a pick as your other ones, no, but, but I, see I, you're I think,
1: from. I think towards the end, because I'm looking at this, I'm like, no, these are good anymore. They're all like really goofy. <laughs> that's. Okay. I, I think I start off with like a few strong ones, and then I'm just like, ah, we'll go goofy. The they rest won't be
0: expecting it. Exactly. Right?
1: There's that's, no way to prepare I against like... a crotch-kicking panda. Yeah,
0: that's right, Tyler. I feel like you have a nice combination. You have your standard sort of army and stratego. You have a very unique but powerful army in. In uh, Exploding, exploding kittens. kittens. And then you just have a completely random, unexpected I have the Spanish Armada
1: Uno. and Uno coming up. <laughs>
0: oh, man. All right. Well played. I'm not sure I'm in love with that pick, but I get it. Everybody hates like I said, a draw four.
1: Like I said, I most of my picks towards the end are just really goofy. So Fair enough. So my army is probably going to suck
0: here in a minute. All right. Well, we're about to see. Because I think we'll put this out on our social media as a, as a vote to see who had the best army afterwards. I yeah. that's really good. I'll
1: probably put this out well i'll put it out in mine too we'll figure out when the episode goes out and then we'll go from there
0: but by the time you're listening to it you'll probably see a poll out somewhere
1: sometime 2020
0: yep in 2020 sometime all right fourth round tyler i'm going a little bit out of the way here all right this is sort of uh off the beaten path if you will (laughs) you're gonna be shocked at this one with the fourth pick of the 2020 Fantasy board and card game draft. I'm selecting Candyland.
1: <laughs> Who doesn't want to be attacked so... by sweets?
0: Here's my idea for Candyland. Alright. It's a completely different strategy than my first three picks.
1: You're attacking Dist- them with sweets and candy.
0: <laughs> uh well, yes, yes please. but why? Distraction and deception. Alright. Like Canda. Misleading. Well, sure. <laughs> misleading, right? Yes. So, in a way, what you can do with these characters and with these sweets is, I'm going to distract the Canadian army. Mm-hmm. I'm going to deceive the Canadian army. I'm going to lull them into a false sense of security, acting like I'm bringing gifts, right? I'm bearing gifts of sugar.
1: So, the Trojan
0: horse? Essentially, like a Trojan horse-esque attack, right? I'm going to use Candyland as my metaphorical Trojan horse. Yeah. Right? Right? you know, basically all these characters combined with the sugar that I'm going to be able to bring in, I think is going to be able to preoccupy Canada and the Canadian army while I'm attacking um, the rest of Canada. That makes and sense. There's, there's enough variety of characters. Um, you know, you have some, some, you know, fun characters like Grandma Nut and Princess Lolly and you know, And then you've also got, like, Lord Licorice and the actual evil villains. Like, I mean,
1: who doesn't love Lord Licorice? Lord Licorice. I mean, Licorice he's gonna be my disgusting, captain. but who doesn't right. love the that, character? There
0: you go. You lull them in for the gumdrops and the ice cream and the lollipops, and then they stay Bam! because Lord Licorice has attacked them. Candyland is my fourth pick. That's a good pick. That's a good pick.
1: All right. So we're going to go with another <laughs> goofy pick.
0: All right. Let's see it.
1: Cards Against Humanity.
0: Oh, no, I love that. I love that. That was, okay talk and i'll mention it after
1: so my thoughts are like some of the you have the weirdest scenarios already and then you just put down like the card that finishes off the white card you just put one down and it's even weird like it or i guess the white card is usually like something semi-normal but then you can make it really weird so it's like you know you're fighting let's say well not fighting Uh, i'm trying to think of a good Cards Against Humanity card that's out there. Oh, I don't. It's even been know. so long since I've played it. I kind of I forget. don't even know. But like you'll have something that be like, you know, you're going to your grandma's house, right. and then it's like, but you show up with a knife or like, right. so, man, I, I, that's a lame attempt.
0: At well, one, no, but. but I think that that's this is a really good pick because the power of your ability to create and the randomness too, the random, yes, the whole random aspect of it, and the power I think that you wield is being able to create different scenarios, yeah, unexpected scenario. You have so much variety. You have different scenarios you can create, and you have full control of the scenarios that you place your enemies in. I think that's a good pick. That's a solid pick. And actually I actually that was one of the games that I added in at the end was Cards Against Humanity. I wasn't anticipating that I'd take it. Yeah. But I did add it in. Just in case. Just in case. So I have to scratch that one off. Well so far.
1: Played. So far I've taken three of yours and you've only taken one of mine.
0: Yeah, I think this is really interesting here. So I I'm, thought you
1: were taken more of mine already. Yeah. I I thought for sure your first pick would have been like Stratego or something.
0: Yeah, um, Stratego was on was obviously on my draft board, but um, I've, I'm having to come up with some interesting. I, I had to play it a little interesting, uh, a little more interesting. But yeah, so right around now is when I was expecting to take Exploding Kittens because I did not expect you to have it that high on your draft board. Yeah. So instead, what I'm actually going to do is um, I'm going to take a game that, to be honest, at this point, I think should be con- considered the steal of the draft. Which is what Battleship
1: oh i'm sorry i didn't think of that that's a good one
0: think of that so for my fifth pick i think that's kind of a steal that is so i mean i don't know what more there is to say you just get fleets of ships it's going to be able to attack canada and keep them closed off from the rest of the world oh yeah i don't feel like that needs a whole lot of explanation no i'm surprised to be able to get them in the fifth round because i was thinking you might take them earlier but i can't say i don't like your picks i really like your (laughs) picks so far but that is my that's my fifth pick, right?
1: Yeah, so I'm on my fifth one.
0: So yeah, I don't feel like that needs much analysis. No. <laughs> Tyler, what's your fifth pick?
1: Super fights. Oh!
0: That that's the game is like sort of like cards against humanity, oh, but you build superheroes super and villains and stuff.
1: Yeah. So you basically have what is it like three hundred cards total, maybe more than that mm-hmm. of just like you you'll you have one like name a celebrity. So Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. is thirty feet tall, ah, but oh, has <laughs> but has a tween army falling. You know, like just like sure. random stuff like that. So like you can literally create your own army just by picking random cards. So, and most of the like some of those would be some scary armies to face, hmm. and you're not gonna be able to defend against them.
0: I think that's. I've a also very noticed good
1: uh, my theme is a lot of card games. Yes, it hasn't my, been. <laughs> my
0: theme has been board games. Yeah, which is interesting. But I like the way that you're playing it. Um, I think that I might wrap up with a few card games, to be honest. But I really like that pick, Super Fight. Yeah, that's... Uh... Another one that you didn't have. So I... Yeah, that's one I did not have. So far, the ones that you have taken from me are Exploding Kittens. And I did have Stratego on my draft board. Yeah. So um, that's two. And then I have only taken one of yours, I guess.
1: I thought I took more years. I thought I took a third one of yours.
0: You took Exploding Kittens, Stratego... I had Cards Against Humanity. I wasn't planning to draft right. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I had it sort of at the end of my list. So
1: That's right, yeah.
0: I do remember that now. All right. For my last two picks here, I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit. I'm actually going to take one sort of similar to what you took, I guess you could say, a little bit. I'm going with apples to apples.
1: You took one off oh, my Oh, I took
0: one of his. All right. Okay. I
1: probably wouldn't have used that one, but yeah. yeah. I got to clear that off here. So
0: so the thing that about, about apples to apples that is intriguing to me is, and this is, I'll be honest, I'm not even really sure how I would wield this power, to be honest, but it's just the power of adjectives, <laughs> right? You have all these cards, not to mention the red card, the red apple cards, which are just nouns like for the most Canada <laughs> I can right and so the way that I would utilize and sort of wield those green adjective cards I don't even know what I would do with them but I feel like that just gives you so much power whether it's to be played on your opponents or whether you can use it for yourself that could really give you a, a, a huge advantage oh yeah so I think it just depends on if I if I <laughs> no pun intended played my cards right <laughs> um so just kidding pun very much intended so, I think that Apples to Apples with my sixth pick, you know, I'm pretty comfortable with that. I don't think it's, like, the best pick because I think I think that, that Apples to Apples is sort of a high-risk, high-reward pick. Mm-hmm. It's got a very high ceiling. To use fantasy football terms, it's got a high ceiling but a low floor. You know, I, it could be a bust, but it, it's it's really a boomer bust because I, I could play it really well and have a lot of success with it. Could be a dud. We'll see. Sixth yep. pick is Apples to Apples, so. Tyler, so you're back ho- on the
1: clock. hopefully your last one doesn't take well actually i'm pretty safe because i just clear off a bunch i'm like yeah i won't use this, won't okay. use this. just so that way i can see a little bit but right. for my sixth pick i'm gonna go with the classic shoots and ladders oh
0: okay i did not have that one that's pretty funny i like it
1: i mean you can advance up a ladder and then the next move you're all the way back at the beginning on a slide
0: yeah
1: what better way to stop an army they, they they have a good up. They take the biggest layer up, and the next move they're going all the way back down to the bottom.
0: That is really not bad.
1: It's the hmm. other car. It's the other game that makes people really angry.
0: <laughs> it definitely does.
1: I I picked all the games that make people either laugh or really angry. Yeah. Yeah. If I really wanted to kill them, I'd pick Monopoly. Oh.
0: Speaking of Monopoly.
1: That was your. That's your last pick.
0: You know, I'm actually still deciding here because there's there's two that I'm going back and forth between. Well, which two are you going back? And I'll, I'll mention them because I'm, it's not like I'm going to pick again after this. Yeah. Because this is my last selection. Tyler has chosen shoots and Ladders. So far, I've taken Chess, Clue, um, Risk, Candyland, Battleship, mm-hmm. and Apples to Apples. I'm going back and forth between two selections Okay. for my last pick. And they are Monopoly and Go Fish. Oh, my gosh. And different reasons for both. I feel like Go Fish really gives me a unique sort of set of skills. Yeah. And gives me some power in the water. But I feel like Monopoly, one of the strengths of Monopoly is that it would give me lots of monetary power and financial success. And what I think that I'm going to do is I'm going to go with Monopoly. And the reason I'm going to take Monopoly over uh, over Go Fish is for the simple fact that I already have Battleship on my roster. And I think that Battleship has already given me that sort of power that I need in the water. Yeah. And when you have something like Go Fish, I don't think that I really need a second one. I think I'm okay sticking with Battleship, giving me my... You know my 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 aqua, my my aqua edition, if you will. Um, Your but Aquaman. I, my Aquaman, yeah, exactly. And so you know, when you get to to Monopoly, that sort of gives me an economic, financial, you know, power that I can wield. That maybe I can play. You some just mind throw tricks. down so, that
1: Boardwalk card and that's park exactly right Parkway or property wait, money par-
0: park park place park place on them, and you just ruin them. Oh my word, they're done for. So that's my seventh pick. And before you make your last, well, I'll, I'll actually let you make, make your last pick and then we'll go back through our, uh, our yeah, our, our drive. My, my next pick would have been probably Go Fish, but we'll go back through our board after this is up. But Tyler, you've got one pick left. Yes, sir. What's it going to be? Twister. Go! Oh! Okay.
1: Do tell. Uh, you have to be flexible and able to put your foot on red, yellow, and then your hands on like, you know, green, blue, and it just becomes a big tangled mess. It basically comes down to uh, a game of who's the more flexible and who's going to be willing to last longer.
0: That's a really interesting pick. I think that's probably my least favorite pick of your entire draft board. And only... I, I just picked
1: another rage game. Basically. I, I,
0: no, I, li- I understand why you picked it. I think the reason that I don't like it is because I'm not exactly sure how you'd use it. Fair enough. That might be why. I understand that it's definitely a rage game, and it definitely it could be used well. But I understand for your seventh pick, you sort of have to, you know. Well, it's either you that have to or take the road less traveled.
1: It was either going to be that or uh, the game Stupid Deaths. Hmm. I just picked that game up. Um, I
0: have never even heard of that game.
1: So, basically, it's about, it's games of, like, deaths are, like, super dumb and stuff. <laughs> but you have to decide if they're true or false, and the Grim Reaper chases you. Interesting. So, every question you get wrong, the Grim Reaper moves ahead hmm. one space. For every person who's playing, for every person who gets one wrong, the Grim Reaper moves ahead. So, hmm. let's say there's five five people, or six people playing, one person's reign, five people get wrong. The Grim Reaper moves ahead five spaces. Oh,
0: wow. That's interesting. If I'd have known about that, I could have picked that possibly. Well, regardless, Tyler, we have our seven selections. Tyler, this is what your roster looks like. You have exploding kittens.
1: I was gonna say I have Saquon Barkley. I have uh, Trace McSorley. Saquon Barkley would help you in a war. Uh, He (laughs) those quads. I mean, he would just run through people. He Mm -hmm. would.
0: Yeah. You've got exploding kittens. You've got Stratego. You've got Uno. You've got Cards Against Humanity. You've got Super Fight, Shoots and Ladders, and Twister. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, My roster looks like chess, clue, risk, Candyland, battleship, and apples to apples. Whoops. And I forgot to add my last one and monopoly. All right. This is interesting. I noticed right off the bat that I only have one card game, which is apples to apples. And Tyler, you have one, two, three, four card games. So you've taken more of the card game approach. Yeah, a, a couple of interesting things that I noticed as well. A couple of, of undrafted games, I guess you could say. I'm not really sure how everyone used this, but the Game of Life is I, interesting I, to me. I thought about that one, too. Yeah, that one undrafted. Would, that could have been a good one. It could have been. I decided to, to go with more of a battle attack sort of games, if you will. Um, and also a game I thought was interesting is a card game that you, you just play with a deck of cards, but war. Yeah. That all that, oh, that could have been a good one. I
1: don't know how you would use that one. That's though.
0: the thing, and the reason that I didn't pick that, I think, is because I wasn't really sure, and I had a lot of other war, you know, targeting games. Yeah. So I like my team. I don't know what you think about your team. I know I think you like it really. I really.
1: I, I think mine's good. Twister's like the wild card in there. Sure. No, I'm sorry. Uno is the wild card in yeah, there. Yeah,
0: Uno. <laughs> You have a couple wild guards. I would say your team is very top-heavy because your early Stratego selections... is like
1: my defense, basically. Stratego
0: and Exploding Kittens. I'm, I'm not going to lie. The more you talked about Exploding Kittens and the more I thought about it, the more it made me a little depressed that I didn't take that for my <laughs> first pick because I did have that, but I wasn't expecting to take it until like the fourth or fifth round. Yeah. So, yeah. It really threw me for a loop. So I think maybe Exploding Kittens might be the strongest selection. I think that I'm more consistent across the board with chess and clue and risk and battleship and I have a couple of wild cards, Candyland and Apples mm-hmm. to Apples, you know. But all right, we'll get this on social media and see what people think. Yeah. I think this was so much fun. I think we should do another one like this. Oh yeah. At some point down the road. Except uh
1: so next time we're gonna do a podcast we will ask you, the audience, who do you like a uh, scenario like this? Like yes. come up with a scenario and tell us what we need a draft. Yeah. Um Again, we're trying to not make it political. Right. Not political. So when we pick Canada, it's just for fun reasons. Yes. Not that we have anything against Canadians. (laughs) I don't
0: know. That was you that picked it, so.
1: I I have nothing against Canadians.
0: Sure, sure.
1: They they have some good bands, but they can take Justin Bieber back.
0: (laughs) You can have Justin Bieber. We don't mind that.
1: (laughs) We don't want Justin Bieber no more. Yeah. Please take him back. Please.
0: You might have Justin Bieber, Canada, in exchange we will destroy you with all of our board games that we have. Drafted. Like Justin
1: Bieber destroyed us.
0: Ooh, wow. That's
1: that's, that's why true. I, that's why I wanted to attack Canada because they gave us Justin Bieber. That's fair. All right. Segment number three. What is segment number three? Bands. That's right. Or artists that most people hate or dislike. Well, not hate, dislike. We'll go with dislike. But that we actually like.
0: This was a difficult one for me.
1: I I found it be difficult to I was able to find like three pretty quickly. Yeah. Or three or four pretty quickly. Yeah. But that fifth one was hard. Interesting. Do
0: you want to start things off for us? Yeah. Go ahead and start.
1: So my first pick is probably the most hated band out there. Oh no. Nickelback. I
0: was gonna say nickelback. I know you kinda do like nickelback. They're
1: not a bad band. Like I think people hate that they're so repetitive and all their songs are kind of like cheesy, but they're not actually bad songs. Like they're catchy, they're good music too. Okay. I don't. Know, I I like. I see. I understand why people don't like them. I'm just one of the few people that actually thinks Nickelback puts out half decent. It's not my favorite, but they put out stuff I will, I do enjoy listening to. They do have some good hits too. You gotta admit they do have <sighs> some good hits.
0: I guess. I think a lot of it for me, my dislike of Nickelback is their just how repetitive they've they've been both in their music and also in how much they've been overplayed for a band that I don't think. That's the up to other that thing hype. is that
1: they get overplayed so much, and that's why people hate them. So
0: maybe that's not fair for me then to say that, you know, that's just how I feel about it. Okay. I
1: mean, I could probably say the same thing to some of your artists that you're gonna pick.
0: That's true. We're gonna do one that actually Tyler just put shot this into my brain at, as we started this. Uh, I guess my first one is Imagine Dragons. Um, which I'm not, I don't even think that this is a super disliked band in modern pop culture, but among certain demographics, it is very disliked. It's very hated. The
1: weird thing is that they get classified as like a rock band.
0: I think that they are a pop rock band. I think it's a combination of the two. I think they're more pop than rock though.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. They're more pop than rock. And I think a lot of people don't like that. They get labeled as rock, Mm -hmm. but really they're more pop than anything.
0: Here is where their the rock comes in, it's it comes in with their big sort of stadium tracks, because you, you can really hear the instruments. Then. Because you really can, and some and you uh, for a lot of these, lots of it's the underlying friction, bass friction is, you can really that's hear one of the ones you friction. Like,
1: and uh, isn't radioactive? Have a lot of guitar. One. Yeah, 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 like is, you can hear guitar. the instruments in those ones more. You can,
0: and that's that's where the r- little rock comes in. But it is more pop. It yes, is much more pop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand that. They're kind of a you know, more of a mainstream band. As technically, it's generally not the type of artist that I gravitate towards. My thing with them that I really liked is that all of their songs I feel like are unique. I don't I don't feel like they're repetitive. I feel like they could be overplayed too, which is one reason I get people don't like them. Yeah, and I think that their lyrics are incredibly thought provoking. Their songs are catchy and memorable, um, and they have a lot of spiritual undertones in their songs, which if you listen to, that's one thing that I really have appreciated about them is, like, they're they're a Mormon group, and s- some of the spiritual references, like, you don't exactly know what they're there for, and I'm still trying to figure out what I think that their interpretation of them is supposed to be. Have you read the Book of Mormons? Um, I have read some of the Book of Mormons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have all your answers by now, yeah, then. I know
0: I should. I'm not a Mormon. Are you a Mormon? No. Fair enough. <laughs> What's your second band, Tyler? All right, my second band. We're going back
1: to a band that can take me higher. And with arms wide open, <laughs> we're going with Creed. <laughs> Dude, with you, arms you wide are nailing open.
0: You Nickelback and Creed are two of the most hated exactly. bands in the history of the world. In the history of rock, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but why, though? Tell me why. Creed was one of
1: those bands, before I knew how hated they were, they were actually one of the bands that I listened to when I was still like big into rock and roll before I knew what metal was really I would listen to Creed's uh Human Clay I think it's Human Clay album the one with higher like with all their big hits on it like that was the album that I listened to a lot so it's like kind of nostalgia for me I'd say that's probably why I like them I get that I still think even if I didn't listen then I probably would still enjoy them um but yeah that's why I picked Creed well then I like Creed Bratton from The Office too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, th- the two just go hand in hand.
0: Do they, though? Yes, they do. Oh my. Okay. Well, I'm going to move on to my second one here, my second band. Um, after, after Imagine Dragons, which is honestly one of my favorite bands, to be honest, I would say that these next four artists are... Much farther down the list in terms of bands that I like. So, for example, this next one is not a band that I love. It's a band that I, I like, and I think some of their music is good. All right, but it's not one of my like favorite bands. Mm-hmm. uh You might be surprised by this one. Actually, I'm doing the second one. This isn't in any particular order for me. It's uh Blink 182. Okay. I don't love their music. I'm not, by any stretch of the imagination, a super fan of Blink yeah. 182. But I've I've liked their music, and I know that they get a lot of hate. And I think some of the reasons are they feel like they're over lots of people feel like they're overrated. Lots of people feel like their lyrics are pretty trashy. Lots of people feel like they're repetitive and use the same chords in their songs. And I mean it's a punk
1: punk. It's a pop, punk band. Uh, well pop
0: punk. Here's the thing. They went through a pretty significant transition from being a pop punk band to more their more modern style, which people consider to be just a regular cliche pop boy band
1: i haven't actually listened to any of the news that they yeah. put out i do enjoy their classics though just like that that gritty yeah in your face kind of hey we don't care yeah
0: and and there's there's enough pop in it for me to like enjoy it yeah which is why i've liked it
1: and i, understand, <laughs> I mean fat lip <laughs> and,
0: well, you know when you have some when you have albums like take off your pants and jacket like there's gonna be people that are not gonna like it
1: i mean when you have a title like that yeah
0: exactly so i can understand or if
1: you have some of their artwork too
0: oh boy that too so that's my next one I, I i i've even even said why i like it i think they're a pretty unique pop style along with that sort of punk you yeah know, feel to it they've got great electric guitar i think their music catchy and memorable and um I think their lyrics, while their lyrics can be trashy, they can also be thought provoking too, in a really weird way. Yeah, that's my second S- band.
1: Oh yeah, I I was like, wait, no, we're so it's my second band. I just tried to run.
0: You're third. on your third band now because yes. Tyler was homeschooled and he can't count.
1: Well, so you're, so were you. Yeah. <laughs> About that. About that.
0: Oh whatever, go ahead.
1: <laughs> so my third band, you might. Have heard of them? Uh Falling in Reverse.
0: I've heard the name. I don't yeah. really know any of their music.
1: So a lot of their I would play some stuff, but because we've only been putting stuff on YouTube, uh I don't <laughs> want to
0: <laughs> We'll get first of all demonetized when we're not even monetized in the first place. Exactly. And then we'll get canceled.
1: And copyright and all that yep. other fun stuff.
0: Copyright infringement is gonna be a big problem with that.
1: Yeah. Um but back in the day I mean Ron Ronnie was and kind of still is a little bit, but not as much, is like a big jerk and just kind of full of himself. He definitely has grown a lot recently and has definitely calmed down. But uh, a lot of people don't like his personality or their music. Like back in the day, their music was more for teenagers, I guess you could say. Like it's got that like teenage vibe a little bit. It's metal, but it's got hints of the pop elements in there. But his new stuff is so good and so heavy, and it's just yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. It's hard to describe it to someone like you, if if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I guess. If
1: I could play this stuff for you, it'd be easier understand to it. understand.
0: So go listen to it and tell us if you like it or not. If I, you want to listen to it.
1: something by him that by uh, following reverse, that's really good. Popular monster. Mm-hmm. That I think is basically the. It's one of their, it's their newest song, but it's also one of the ones that's like, it's got the heaviness, it's got a little bit of rap. Okay. That's the other thing, too, is he's doing more rap now. Okay. And a Why? lot of people do not, in the male community, do not like rap.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Um,
1: and a lot of, so it's like, but he can like rap really well. It's not like, mm. you know, okay. some people who try to rap can't pull it off. Like, he can actually pull it off and does it well. Hmm. So he's a little bit of ahead of the next trend, you could say, for music, um, which is, always really hard to do is to be ahead of trends in music because if you're too far ahead everyone absolutely hates it but if you wait too long everyone's it you just sound like you're copying everyone else and everyone still hates it so it's like you gotta find that sweet spot and he always does it seems like
0: yeah can't argue with that mostly because i don't know their music very well (laughs) my third band actually might be one that you have on and okay again i'm gonna say these bands that I i can
1: guarantee you do not have actually hang on let me look at my list Uh, yeah, you probably don't have the next two I have. Okay.
0: I will, I'm going to repeat, you know, this, that most of the bands that I have listed, like these aren't bands that I love. Bands are artists that I love. Um, they're bands that I like and I think they get, they get a lot of hate, but like so far the ones that you've given, I think that they're hated a lot more than the ones that I'm listing.
1: I mean, Nickelback and Creed. Uh, yeah, They're two of the most hated (laughs) bands like ever.
0: So the ones that I'm listing, I think the people that hate them pretty passionately hate them. And I think there's a good subset of people that hate them, but they also have a very passionate fan base as well. So my next one that I'm gonna list is one that uh, you and I both share an affinity for, My Chemical Romance. Ooh, I didn't think of them. I think they're they're a little bit more hated than a lot of people would think.
1: I don't. I think since they announced their reunion tours and stuff, not as much. Maybe but as back much. in the day, yes, I would agree with you. Right, and and I even mean, up till recently, I'd say too. Yeah,
0: they're an emo band, right? They are e- overplayed to some.
1: I'd say emo with a little bit of punk.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely with a little bit of punk. But definitely emo. They're overplayed to some, and their fixation with death turns a lot of people off. And I know that's sort of a recurring theme in a lot of other sort of alternative, you know, sort of punk emo bands, but I love them. And I don't like metal, but I love me some good rock, and I love me some alternative rock too. And they have some pop style, a little bit, in their music as well. Um, But you and I sort of meet in the middle on this band... My couple of romance is not very heavy, but I don't like to listen to much, to stuff that's that much heavier than my couple <laughs> no, romance. No, you don't. So, um, I, we sort of meet in the middle. I mean, middle you can make this. the
1: case that some Imagine Dragons is yes, heavy some, or, or Blink One A Two as well. That's
0: also true. But I love their alternative rock style. I love their instrumentals, and I, I actually do like the, the the topics that they cover because a lot of them were of... When taboo. I
1: was a young boy my father took me into the city to see a marching band
0: okay we're gonna it for this too i don't know they I- said <laughs> Taiwan. Taiwan. Oh, he- oh man i already messed up the lyrics
1: I-, I did too but anyways let's let's keep going before <laughs> i mean we actually sounded somewhat decent. we sound I amazing think. we
0: should go on tour and then i love the, th- the fact that they touch on death mm-hmm. it's cool in their, in their their songs, they talk about death in a lot of different ways, and I think that's really actually a fascinating. Like, it's not an uncomfortable degree. Like yeah. They talk about it, and it makes you think about it, because death is something that we all think about. So Yeah, no, exactly. There you go. Tyler, you're on number four, right?
1: Yeah. This one I'm pretty sure you've never heard of, but they are absolutely hated in the male community. It's Amir. Um, Ooh. Do you know of them? I don't, but they sound cool. So basically what they get made fun of the most for is That they just play open and one chords on the guitar. And just all their songs sound the same. Which to an extent they do. But I like them. I don't really... Like they have some good lyrics. I don't listen to their lyrics a whole lot. But they do have some good lyrics. But it's just like one of those things. If you're listening to it, it's just like a huge ball of energy. Just like You just want to go in and just like throw down or... And, like, they got some crazy bass drops, too, for their breakdowns. So, it's just one of those things where it's just, like, you want to mosh and just have fun. I usually, cool. I, I don't <laughs> really take it. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people give them crap for being just basic and not, and don't have a lot of talent.
0: Okay. I mean, I probably wouldn't like them if they don't have a lot of talent. But I like myself, and I don't have a lot of talent. <laughs> so.
1: It's like that Troy quote. Who, who's your who, your favorite player start at? Community college. It's me. Yeah. who Who's your favorite player? Me.
0: Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I can't really say much of that because, again, don't know the band very well. Yeah. Uh, This one is probably, in this list, probably my second favorite band after Imagine Dragons. Led Zeppelin. And they are very, very much loved and admired by a lot of people.
1: Especially, like, if you're a guitar player, you have to like them. They're
0: incredibly – they were influential – the content of their, you know, their lyrics. This is why so many people love them, but there's a subset of people that really hate their the messaging behind their lyrics and the fact that they present themselves as sort of the trashy, garbage, s- Satanist version of U2. <laughs> like, there's always that sort of. I mean, they parallel. were they were
1: ahead of their time, I'd say. Yeah, too. they were. They were.
0: They. Yeah. Oh my word! Their instrumentals are incredible. Their music is fantastic. And their lyrics are just I just I love the band and I don't get as much why people don't like them. Yeah because not every band in the world needs to be a nice fun, exciting poppy style band. So like what the heck? Yeah exactly. Anyways. number five
1: you're up. So I'm pretty sure I played this band for you and you know them. Okay. Lincoln Park.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's a good one to put. I didn't put them because I don't listen to them as much as you do. Yeah. But I get it.
1: But uh, back in, I mean, even up to the last dump, like the people did not like them because they were ahead of, kind of like Falling Reverse, they were ahead of the music trends for that genre. And But back in the day, it was like they incorporated the rap and the rock and the metal stuff together too and actually pulled it off well. But it was so new to, well, I guess it wasn't that new because you had bands like Limp Bizkit and other band new metal bands too. But the like metal elitist didn't like it because it was so different and it didn't sound like actual like true metal, I guess. Um, That's fair. But like even up till their last album, no one really. Their last album was so different from the rest of the stuff. It was straight up pop, basically.
0: Uh, That's true. I can remember that. Yeah. So
1: even I don't really like that album, but I get why they did it. But they were just yeah. so like that was one of those things because I, I um, didn't like them. I did like him, too. Like, I Bring lie. Me the Horizon did something similar to uh, uh, to that where they released, like, a more pop record, but that was last year. So, Linkin Park was so far ahead of the trend, I think, that it kind of hurt them, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I should listen to more Linkin Park, but I agree I'll with you. I'll send you some you stuff. Said. Cool. I'll, Do that. Yeah. Definitely. All right. That was your last one, right? Yeah. I got one more, and this is an artist uh childish gambino donald glover and uh, here's so uh,
1: i was trying to think of which quote i want (laughs) to use by him (laughs) from community but i couldn't think of one
0: It's all we think of when we think of childish gambino troy barnes in community oh he's so funny but he's so talented we love you so much he's a very talented guy
1: extremely talented and just so funny and
0: to be honest i'm really i really picked childish gambino not because i feel like he's hated by the world but he's hated by most of the people that are, that like I know that are close to me, like by a lot of my family and friends, that they really? just don't understand why I like him. Because in in fairness, he's such a weird artist. Like oh he it, is. He refuses to be categorized, and his that's music, what music is supposed to right. be.
1: You're not supposed to be able to be categorized. I his think.
0: music doesn't line up with what I generally listen to, but he's got such a unique like R and B, mostly R and B sound, a little bit of pop and hip hop, but not enough that it, like it turns me off to it. Yeah. Um, he's got like a mystical, ethereal sounding, you know, in a lot of his music. He incorporates a variety of different styles, and his lyrics are just just weird and bizarre, and <laughs> I just absolutely love that.
1: This is America.
0: That is exactly right. And I love, um, yeah, and, and that was a really interesting, you know, music video that he, that he put out there, and it was, you know, we're not going to make this a political episode, but, you know, it was fascinating. Yeah, um, definitely. But, I mean, my favorite, I will say all my favorite music from him comes out of "Awaken My Love," his album in twenty sixteen.
1: That's the one with the uh, blue-looking person, right? With yes, that? yeah, on the cover, yeah. What was the last thing he put out? Was it "This Is America"?
0: I think that was the last individual thing that he the song that he released. Okay, um, he did release an album. Uh, I don't remember when that was re- released, though. So yeah, there was one in twenty twenty. This just shows you I don't listen to Childish Gambino okay an insane amount. Uh, March fifteenth, twenty twenty. Okay. That was, the, that was the title of the album. Three fifteen twenty twenty.
1: March 15-2020. March 15-2020. I
0: don't remember when it was released. I would assume it was released then. <laughs> that was his fourth album. Okay. Yeah. Three fifteen twenty twenty, And it was released exactly then as well. Cool. So that was a weird thing. It was, I think, taken down afterwards and then released back. I don't even know. A weird... That was a weird process. Gotcha. So that is... Those are my list of artists, and those are yours. Yeah. Artists and bands that we like that other people don't. That'll do it. Tyler, what's our next segment going to be? And our last segment, right? Our yes. final segment. Yes, so
1: I'm actually going to get this started. Oh, I should start mine, too. Talk yeah. to me about what we're doing. So, so what we're doing started? is we're doing something a little bit different. Um, So even though you're going to be hearing this episode later, the full thing, what we're doing is we're actually starting a live stream on Instagram. Both of us are. And th- what we're doing is we're having the audience ask us questions. Um, so if you have a question that you want to ask us on this podcast, you can go ahead and ask us. We'll answer. Um, and while people start joining and start asking questions, I do, uh,
0: I'm I'm live now as well. FYI.
1: So then we'll ask each other. We each have two questions that we're going to ask each other. Right. Um, so hopefully that gives us enough people otherwise we will just talk nonsense
0: yes we will talk nonsense if nobody asks us questions now i will say that i do have some questions from some people already that i'm going to bring up uh, for do, those of you who are joining my live stream i got tyler across from me right here
1: and i got cam across from me i forgot yeah. to mention that
0: we're on word vomit third episode and we already did how many hours an hour and a half worth uh, of recording
1: we're at 57 minutes
0: 57 why does it feel so much longer than that i okay. know tell me about so it. so we did about an hour's worth of recording we did a, a whole bunch of really fun segments we we did a a draft of board and card games that we would take in a fight against canada yeah so don't worry
1: it wasn't a political thing no I'm it just wasn't a political thing but it, it was
0: I, it was a draft yeah. we, we picked we picked board games that we would use in a fight against canada and all the resources contained within those board games. We talked about bands and artists that we like that are pretty pretty well disliked <laughs> bands and artists. So, that was really fun, I guess, unless you completely disagree with us. And now we're going to be just talking about some questions. Tyler and I yeah. have a couple questions we're going to ask each other, and I also have a couple questions from people on here that have given me some questions as well a little bit earlier. I will say before we get into their questions, yeah. Just as something to say to everyone who has left any questions we are going to when we've already mentioned this this isn't a political episode so there were a couple of political comments and questions that i got i appreciate them we should do a political episode at one point i think it might be fun but that's not what we're doing today we're not doing political episodes right now it's just to have fun just just to
1: kind of distract you you all from so from life a little bit i guess just something that you can enjoy and laugh at and it's easy to listen to that's
0: exactly right do you want to ask me your question first or do you want me to go Um, and if you guys have any questions now, feel free to ask us some questions now and we'll get to them throughout, throughout the show, literally about anything, as long as it's not politics or any, any sort of coronavirus related, anything, controversy.
1: just something that is fun, lighthearted, it can be top five, it can be dumb, it can be
0: deeper questions too.
1: Yeah, we we will take deeper questions too, so just ask us anything you want. Um, so my first question for you, Caleb, while we wait for other people is if you're the last man on earth what would you do? <laughs>
0: if I was the last man on earth what would I do? Okay, so I guess I don't know if everyone can hear you talking on mine. We'll have to we'll have to see. But you're all going to get this podcast later. If I was the last man on earth, what would I do? Okay, so can I have a follow-up question?
1: Yes, you can. Okay,
0: are we talking last man on earth as in civilization is intact? and I have access to everything, or civilization is completely deteriorated, everyone has died over a period of time, and it's basically a wasteland.
1: Left behind happened, and
0: everything's still intact? Everything's still intact. For now. For now. Okay, so what I would do, first of all, is embrace the probability of my impending doom. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm serious, though, because I'd have to make peace mentally mm-hmm. that i probably am not going to last for that much longer i'm going to be alive for as long as my resources are going to be able to hold out and obviously i have access to the world's resources yeah but they're not going to last for and you know too long of a period of time so that's the first thing that i would do the second thing that i would do is i would Obviously my big my biggest problem I, not problem really but my biggest thing to deal with would be nourishment, you know, food and and water. And so what I would do with that is I I'd, I'd find a car you know because obviously I'd have access to everyone's cars. So I'd take a car.
1: Which kind of car though? That's the real question. Would you choose Which kind gas of or would it you choose matters. electric? What well, kind of
0: does? I I'd, I'd try I'd try out an electric car, but I think just for just because I'd want something that I'm used to, to, to drive, like, because I wouldn't be really driving for the purpose of driving in this first scenario. True. Just I'm probably, just saying,
1: like, if you had to get from point A to point B, which one would you think would last I, you longer?
0: Uh, which one would last me longer? Like- I don't know, an electric, probably not an electric car. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah.
0: I'd go with, I'd go with a, uh, like, uh, <laughs> I'd go with a minivan. <laughs> So I, I'd literally just get a minivan and drive. And here's what I do: I'd try out a bunch of different restaurants that I wanted to try out, and I'd like try to travel as much across the state as I could have, like as I could, like hopping from car to car.
1: That'd and be I, interesting. I'd
0: try, I'd try different foods.
1: So you go from like you know, let's say PA to North Carolina in a minivan. They decide to switch over yeah. to yeah. a sports I'd find car, some else's kind. Of. Car. You yes. just like kind of, and I mean, you could literally try out like Lamborghinis and other stuff, to, right? Like, crazy expensive cars.
0: That's true. And I would try out as many different types of cars as I could. And I think that the next thing I would do is is binge watch a lot of of movies on laptops. As long as <laughs> Wi Fi was still a thing. That's the thing. I don't even know. Um but the thing that I would not do is I would not attempt any sort of air or sea travel. Not with not as a last person on Earth. I'd stay in no. North America. I ain't going anywhere. That's I mean, what I would do is mean, I'd travel person.
1: to like Mexico, South America and stuff too. I mean, yeah, as I long guess as I
0: could. <laughs> I'd stay in in North or Central America. Yeah. So. All right. Your question, Tyler. I've got two questions for you. Uh here's my first one. If you could spend the day with a musical artist, an athlete, and an actor, who would they be?
1: So, I have to pick and why? three.
0: You oh. have to pick 3. Okay. You get a musical artist you get an athlete and you get an actor so and i can't
1: i can't pick like an entire band it has to be just one. no
0: okay one person and you can say why and i don't want this to just be like oh the best one or whatever it's just yeah. like no you, like think about it and pick the ones that you choose from there okay
1: so it's an actor an athlete and a artist okay so <laughs> i already got this picked out so my actor would be ryan reynolds okay my athlete would be saquon barkley
0: Obviously, I mean, not surprised at that. Yeah. My
1: all-time favorite football player and Penn State alumni does not surprise me. Um, and then my third pick would actually be Post Malone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I understand Saquon Barkley.
1: Yes, I mean, th- I don't really have to explain that one a whole lot. That if you doesn't... know me, you know Saquon Barkley is my all-time He's a cool favorite guy. Player. He is.
0: I'm more interested in Post Malone and a little bit in Ryan Reynolds too. What yeah. are your motivations behind that? Uh,
1: Post Malone. Like from what I've seen, he seems like a very nice guy and a guy who is a lot of fun to hang hang around with too. Okay. Just from like what I've seen and heard about him, um, you know, it, it just seems like it'd be a fun time. Ryan Reynolds is my favorite actor, but also he's okay. he's very like seems kind of same thing very nice, very genuine, but very funny at the same time too.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, I can understand that. That's fair. Those are not who I would have picked, but obviously I didn't. Who
1: was you So I would have picked?
0: Well, no, no 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 i'm saying those are not the ones I oh picked. okay i can understand those for you gotcha I thought i'm trying to think athlete does not surprise me that's probably who i would have picked yeah i would have i mean if
1: you're a penn state fan you're either gonna pick like barkley or trace mcsorley or someone right or even clifford
0: yeah i would have thought potentially i don't know if i could say you would have gone with like a sitcom actor like i don't think i i don't think that would have
1: John Krasinski probably would have been the other mm, one that I would maybe,
0: picked. sure. And then musician, I would have thought that you would would have gone for a lead singer of a of a metal band.
1: I thought about, but the maybe mo- that's
0: too cliche for me. But
1: yeah, but I was like, you know, let's mix it up Post Malone. Sure. Like that, thats one guy. I, I mean, answers. it's literally one guy. It's not like I'm singling out someone in a band. Those are good
0: answers. I like them.
1: So he said R, so I'm like, okay, I got this.
0: So before I ask you, well, I got another
1: question. Oh for no! You before then.
0: you ask me your next question. Um, and then
1: I have a question too from I want to say collection. hi to everybody
0: that's joining. Hello. <laughs> hey. We got Anna, we got Gabe, a coworker of ours. How's it going?
1: I got Ashley and Maddie, Sarah. Rachel,
0: Ashley, Sarah. You got Sarah too? Okay. Yeah. Amber was on.
1: Everyone Grace. went to you. No one went to me.
0: Well, yeah, I don't I only have three people watching right now. I only, so. ha-
1: I only have two people watching okay. online
0: how much is that total
1: six <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually now i have four so yeah. oh man i was None right actually on okay tyler you're gonna ask me a question
1: all right and then and Ash- it, it, Ashley actually asked but, but before, yeah here.
0: before you go any of you guys that want to ask questions go ahead
1: yeah and remember you can ask any questions that you want as long as it's not political or about the virus um this is to, supposed to be just fun light-hearted Um, and we will go into deeper topics too, if you want to ask us those, but yeah, just as long as it's not political or, uh, about the whole pandemic thing, thing going on. So, all right. So my next question for you, if you could go back in time, where would you go? (laughs) Back in time. So this isn't, And you can't change history. It's just like, you can go back in time
0: and this isn't a time travel question per se just you i'm relegated to going back yes is it here's my follow-up question for this anywhere in history or a certain am i resigned to a certain place and you can
1: go anywhere in history okay
0: so i'm not resigned to a certain location no okay you can go anywhere any yeah
1: Hmm.
0: wow there are so many options There are several different things that I'm sort of toying with right now, several different options. Part of me wants to go way, way back to witness the construction of the pyramids, witness ancient Egypt, the sort of the hierarchy of their society, because that's always fascinated me. At the same time, though, I would say that the more... Hmm. the more the one that actually before i say what what i actually am going with i'm yeah gonna mention here 1890 so anna suggested 1899 new york city which is actually a really good suggestion because okay. that's when the newsies strike took place of course
1: you would say the Newsies. i would go
0: back <laughs> i would this would not be my choice but it would be really cool to go back and uh actually Experience that and witness it and see yeah. what it was. The fact that I, you know, acted in that show on stage, it was really neat. So that'd be a cool response to go back to 1899, witness a newsy strike. Uh, I don't, I don't like to to be cliche, but I think that I'm going to have to be cliche is that I would go back into the time of the Revolutionary War.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. I,
0: I'd go back into the into the 1776ish time period. And 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 the years in the seventeen, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties, I'd witnessed the founding of our of our country. Because, in a lot of ways, that set the framework for. That was the blueprint, for what we see now, for all the different things that we see now in our country, and all, all the th- different things we're able to do, mm-hmm. and the the increase in you know in equality that we've seen, and like I'm not gonna say it's perfect, and I'm not gonna make this political, and I'm not gonna say it's perfect because we got a long way to go in a lot of different areas. But
1: it'd be cool to see the foundation of the way that our country
0: is founded. It's allowed for all these things to happen for all these things to continue to grow. Yeah. That would be something that would just be so cool to witness. One of the the coolest events ever. So
1: I definitely agree.
0: I go back for that. Great question. I like it.
1: I was trying to think of something that's a little bit more thought provoking.
0: I I like it. I have a thought provoking one for you. Oh, okay. What do we got? So we got, uh, I got five people on now. Oh no. Maddie, Amber, Rachel, Anna. I got. some more questions too, and I've got a couple of questions from people as well that have. I have one then that Ashley sent in. Okay, cool. So my my question, my question for you, Tyler. What is something that you're afraid of that embarrasses you?
1: Ooh. Uh. I mean, heights (sighs) scare me, but that's not really. Okay. That, a lot of people have that so that's not really that embarrassing. Okay,
0: yeah. That's true. I agree with that. I mean,
1: a lot of stuff I feel like it's rational.
0: Okay. You, like What's something that you maybe still think even if a lot of people have it that you just kind of are like I don't like to tell people about this.
1: <sighs> um honestly, I don't know. Maybe spiders. Okay. Uh we'll, we'll go with spiders cuz I can't really think of anything else. That's top of fair. My head.
0: I just wanted you to think into the deep recesses of your brain, to, yeah, to your inner I, psyche. I,
1: a lot. Pe- I mean, I know a lot of people don't like spiders, but for whatever reason, I just have a big fear. Like before, I was Oops. younger, I was like okay with them, but as I get okay. older, I maybe it's because I've seen too many horror movies.
0: Got it. That's fair. My thing is clowns. I hate clowns. That Sarah
1: called it. She said I was gonna say spiders, as she called it.
0: Oh, that's lo- cute. I didn't
1: even look at it until after I answered game really explanation. Cute.
0: That's sweet. My thing is clowns.
1: Oh, Ashley, said I'm scared of him. Yeah. That that that's true. That's my that, yes. I changed my answer. Ashley, I'm scared of Ashley.
0: I can't deny that. <laughs> Ashley you're scary. <laughs> um, uh, I'm So kidding. yeah. So I would say my thing is sort of clowns. I I hate, which is why I like to watch horror movies with clowns in them. I've always I saw all the circus, you know, when I was younger, and I thought that they were the dumbest, creepiest things ever.
1: Yeah, no, I, I get that. And if you watch it, that doesn't help you. That's either. true.
0: So I had a couple of questions roll in. A couple of right. people that were watching that I, are still that I have questions. Got,
1: I got one here, real quick. All right. You so go Ashley first. said, "Would would either of you pierce your ears if you lost a bet?" Yes. My answer's yes too. Now is it Ashley? Is it both ears or is it one ear?
0: I would just say
1: first, because I I am not. Thank I, you for you going to do it. You got to bite the bull and go. With both. I would
0: see. I would say that this would be something that's more extreme for me to do than for you. Yeah. Considering the fact that you already get tattoos and you already have a style that lends itself to having your ears pierced. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Um. So it would. She she said both ears. Okay. I think it would take more out of me to do it because I just wouldn't want to in the first place. Um, my, here's what I would say, Ashley, is that I wouldn't make a bet like that in the first place. <laughs> and that is probably because I am a wimp, but yes, you are on the ch- off chance that I would somehow make a bet like that. I would go, I'd go through with it. I'd go through with it. Yeah. I pierce my ears.
1: Ashley said I would have to go to Claire's and get princess studs.
0: Wait, so someone else is deciding what I'm actually wearing? <laughs> that changes a lot. Because the first question was just, would I get my ears pierced? And the answer is yes. The second question is, what would I... What, actually, you know what? To be honest, it would be the same. I wouldn't care. <laughs> you wouldn't I'd care. have my ears pierced. I'd just wear whatever. So you could get whatever. Yep. I
1: mean, after a while, I could change them out. It's just like That's the true. initial.
0: You know. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. I would do it. I just wouldn't make that pen in the first <laughs> place. <laughs> but if I did lose it, I would do it, yes. So... All All right, right. so I got a couple questions too, and I want to say again for those people. I know there's a couple people on here that that asked in my initial um, the the questions that I asked initially on my Instagram on my story. Um, A couple people had mentioned some political. Okay, real quick, so I should clarify. Oh yeah, sorry.
1: She said Caleb just needs to get them for Tyler for me. Okay. We have to choose.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair.
1: Makes more sense because I I probably would just go with like the normal black studs.
0: Right. I don't know what I'd go with. That'd be interesting. Maybe that's a further question for another day, too. Um, for those of you... I know we dedicate an entire episode to that question. Should, yeah. For those of you that are on here that asked me like any political-related questions in my, my, my uh, post on my Instagram, thank you. I appreciate those questions. I didn't mention this, though. This episode is strictly not a political um, episode. We'll do some in the future. I wouldn't mind doing it. Uh, but today, we're not. We're taking our minds off of that. Um, I didn't mention that. So thank you. I appreciate the questions. I just didn't mention that we're sort of sticking off of that right now. That being said, I did get a couple questions, and I might have to go back and check on some other ones as well. But uh, we had one question come in that was very deep, and one question that was dumb.
1: Let's start with a dumb one.
0: Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> How is okay, it going to kill my brain cells? We had this question come in from Eric, and he well, said... You, you just proved why." <laughs> he <laughs> said, what's your favorite flavor of feet?
1: I'm not going to answer that question because I don't have a favorite flavor of feet. Why would you ask that?
0: Well, I'm trying to think how I would answer that.
1: You don't. That's the answer. You do not
0: answer that question. Yeah, I think you probably don't answer that question. It's a trap. I would say fried chicken. (laughs) Right? That's a thing.
1: Um, But No, I'm
0: not answering that. I just did. Whoops. I didn't. He didn't. That's probably smart. That was our first question. Uh, and I can't even remember perfectly the second question, but I know it was a lot deeper. I, I would say
1: you could scroll through and find out real quick, too.
0: Well, no, because I, I did it on my story, so I'd have to leave. My, oh, no, no, no. Never mind. Oh. No, I, I can pull it up from here. Um. So, yeah, there's a couple other questions. Here's, another, here's a deep one. Has quarantine changed your perspective on life in any way? And if so, how? This one came from Maddie, and I, this isn't a...
1: I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Like, I'll say something, right. but I'm going to not go in as deep as I... Well, don't, we
0: don't want to make it political, but I think That's it's That's why like... I'm like, I'm going to keep my sure. mouth shut to a certain degree. Sure, I get it. I think it's still an appropriate, you know, question to ask. It's Yeah, no,
1: it, it's a really good question, so but... So you can go first if you want, yeah. yeah uh, actually, you go first, because I'm oh. trying to figure out okay. what I'm going to say without trying to so, <sighs> get too into it.
0: quarantine changed my perspective on life a lot, but here's what I would say it, it one of the big things it did is it made me think about how much I have relied on materialistic things to to keep me sane and happy mm-hmm. because when you lose a lot of those things like like for me I know for you it's different it's, yeah, it's different things but for me you know sports and theater and you know even just going out places, you know I lost a lot of it was it was tough for me to, like deal with that and so then what I thought about in going back is why was it tough for me to deal with that because I you know for me personally you know I'm, I, if 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 I would have gone the same way with saying well what if I lost the Bible mm-hmm. you know what if I lost you know the connection that I had with 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 God with you know what if I lost my connection with Jesus what if I you know, and just looking at it from that perspective, would I have the same reaction? And I, th- I would say no. I feel like I was relying too much on materialistic things to, make, to get me happy. And then when I'm without those things, I'm like, you know, when I feel drained, it's like, where did I actually get my happiness from? Mm-hmm. It wasn't where I thought. It wasn't where I, it, it should have been. That is one of the things that has changed my perspective on life. And I'm hoping and praying that coming out of it, I'll have a different, uh, different perspective on that. And I'll focus more time on, on Christ. I think my
1: answer would be, I mean, kind of similar to yours, but also it gave me a, more time to stay home and, or like go hang out with friends yeah. kind of thing. Like I'm trying to think how I want to say this. Um, I guess it gave me more time to appreciate the people in my mm, life. That's great. Um, Whereas before it'd be like, Oh, let's go hang out and watch a movie or let's go hang out and get food. Whereas now it, it was, it's harder to do that kind of stuff. So it's like, you really value your time with your friends. Cause I know for the first few weeks, even month or so, um, peop- like it, people like people won't want to hang out while this was all starting. But n- after a while, people are just kind of fed up with it. But during that first bit of time, it made me appreciate the times I had with my friends and looking forward to the next time I could hang out with them and stuff.
0: That's a great answer. And I feel like, survey that's... says ding, ding, ding well played i really liked it yeah i feel a lot of that too but i know you yeah (laughs) i don't have much to respond to that i like it it's great yeah so we've got to a few of my questions uh let's see again apologies for the any political related questions that we have it's fine we'll talk about them but not on today's episode um sarah asked me a question
1: wait sarah asked you but not me oh trouble in paradise (laughs)
0: Um. she said, what color should I paint my nails? You said anything black, purple, yellow, pink. Uh,
1: pooh. purple. We're going to go with purple.
0: Uh, I'm going to say black and yellow. You should paint them Steelers colors. Boo! Yes. I will say black and yellow. So that's what you should do. And you should listen to my advice. And I think there's a reason you asked me and not Tyler. It's because I give better advice. Um, no, Thank you so. don't. <laughs>
1: I've seen, You do give some good <laughs> advice, but I've seen most of the advice you give, and it's not very good.
0: Oh, man. All right. That's a good question. I like it. Let's see. Oh, I really like this one. Any advice for anyone who wants to start a podcast? Okay. Um, I love it. I have yeah. a couple responses to this. I mean, this is, what, I the I like
1: third time we started up a podcast now? Maybe yeah, fourth? I will like, just, what, I have lost track.
0: I will just preface it by saying, like, we're not the greatest people to ask about this because we're like amateur podcasters and we've tried and failed and we, to start so many podcasts. Was
1: it this is, we started at what age 12 so probably we were about children. 8 years later we finally now have good enough recording equipment to sound professional
0: somewhat. And it's a good question. I really like it. Yeah. Um and so, I do have some insight to this that yeah, I'd I I, to offer. I was
1: going to say for those of you who are more concerned about the gear portion don't worry about it i mean yes you and me can testify we literally just used a laptop mic for the longest time it sounded like garbage but we got a podcast done
0: yeah we had some people listening to it it was fun and fine and there are steps that you'll have to take if you want to go bigger and that's mm-hmm. fine but when you start it, it, out uh,
1: don't worry about it yeah start off small because you're not gonna be you're probably not gonna start off with more than 20 listeners like even this podcast doesn't You usually get more than 20 listeners in between when we make a podcast um then again, we also are limited right now because we aren't on, like, Spotify. So, the best well, way... We're going to get
0: on Spotify, though. We're... It's pretty easy. Yeah.
1: But the best places to start, I'd say, would be start small. Do uh, Spreaker's very good, even though they're... I think it's, like, 15 minutes now.
0: Yeah, it's kind of limited.
1: But it actually helps you get started and getting used to talking and yeah. starting a po- podcast formula and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I'd say, from there, um, maybe go a little bit bigger, go to like SoundCloud. Cause I think you can get a little bit more time on there. You're still limited though. But then once you feel comfortable or you can just start off right away on YouTube as well. Um, YouTube is great. You got unlimited time. That you can post stuff. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And yeah,
0: those are really good answers. I will throw my hat into the ring here for this. And again, for those who are joining us, we're talking about tips for people wanting to start up a podcast. Uh, however equipped we are to offer that advice. I'm a communications major, mm-hmm. right? Some of the stuff that I have found really helpful is you definitely have to have that technical, I think, element to consider. But for the most part, it's it's about what you're producing, the content you're producing and why you're producing it. So the first thing you want to consider is it sounds so simple, but too many people go into try to podcast without thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Why are you podcasting? What are your motives? What are you going to talk about that's going to be that you're gonna be able to bring your unique perspective that is gonna set you apart from other people. Mm-hmm. So it's the kind of thing where like I'm not trying to tell you you have to start a podcast that you're talking about a topic that's unique to anyone, any anything anyone else has been talking about, because yeah. no, that's not true. Because everyone's based
1: a lot of people have already done the stuff yes, that you've done. People want have, to have done stuff.
0: About. You can talk about the same topics that other people have talked about. What you need to do is set yourself apart, you know, whether it be what you talk about, you know, how you talk about it, find your niche you know, and find your motivation for mm-hmm. why you're going to do it. Um, another thing that I would say that's really important, this is, I would say, a little bit more of a technical aspect to it, I guess, but you mentioned it too. It's super easy to get your podcast on places like Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. You guys can check out my podcast. I have a sports podcast, an NFL podcast, if any of you guys want to listen to it. If any of you guys like football, you can find it at uh, – uh, www.theblindsideblitzpodcast.weebly.com. You can find me at the Blindside Blitz podcast on all social media platforms. And it's on YouTube and it's on Spotify and it's on Google Podcasts and it's on SoundCloud. You can find, actually, I lied. It's not on SoundCloud yet. Whew, I'm behind. <laughs> but you can find, you can, like, it's really easy to get them out into those platforms. So do it. Get them out into those platforms, I think is really important. Yeah. Um, I could continue to go on and on about this. I'll say, One other thing, stick to your theme, but really be genuine about what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Don't go looking up other people's opinions and then regurgitating them out. Find what other people are talking about and say, yeah, well, I agree with it or I disagree with it, and here's how I can change it and bring my own perspective. Yeah, exactly. Be real. That's what people like. Yeah. Those are our tips.
1: So we got a question from Tiffany. Let's see it. If you could be a Disney princess, who would you be? And Caleb's very excited about that. I okay.
0: love this question. I love Disney so much. It's, it's my life. The obsession. <laughs> yeah. So this is an interesting question. Do you want to go first, actually, on this one? Yeah. I want sure. you to go first. All I right. really want to hear yours.
1: All right. So I have two. It's probably my two favorite Disney princess movies too. So it's either gonna be Mulan. Or Tangle, uh, Rapunzel from Tangle. Mm -hmm. Those would be the two I'd pick. I I like it. Do you have
0: reasons for why?
1: They're my favorite Disney princess movies. I mean, okay, Mulan's just—it's got its finos, but she's also just.
0: Well, I she I I, I can't say that she's a kick butt Disney princess. Yes,
1: that's the word I was looking for. I was thinking of a different word, but that's the one. Yeah, she is. But she she's a kick butt. Uh, she's I don't know, She's not really like a princess per se. No,
0: kind of, but no.
1: Yeah, and then with Rapunzel, it's just fun, goofy, kind of like me.
0: Here's what I would say. Um, Rapunzel is my Disney crush, so I that would. I did not know. Yeah, I would not want to be her. Uh, yeah, I definitely would not want to be her. I was in love with Rapunzel ever since Tangled came out. Okay. Here's who I would want to be it's Belle for Beauty and the Beast. How come? <laughs> okay. I was in, first of all, I was in Beauty and the Beast, and I, I thought that I've always had a really strong affinity for, for Beauty and the Beast. I was in a production of it, it was really fun. And it sounds cliche to say, but just because of how unique Belle was and different, she didn't really care what other people thought of her. Okay, that's true. She stuck to her guns, you know? Like she read her books. She she was smart. And she, she didn't care that people thought pick, she was
1: weird. She didn't pick the, the guy. No. That,
0: she picked the weird looking ugly guy.
1: Surprised no one's picked you then.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just really always liked to like Belle and and everything that she stood for and the fact that she read books and and came across as weird but didn't care that other people thought about her that way yeah so that's what it would be but rapunzel is still my disney crush so that's that do you have any other questions tyler because i still have a couple more
1: i do not right now if i have any more i'll let you know i'll just say Kib, hold up shut up i got a question
0: i'm looking right now
1: how many people do you have watching on your end
0: I have four right now. Let's go back and see here. Thank you. Okay, I'm reading a couple of these. These aren't all questions.
1: Tiffany said, great choices, wholeheartedly approve.
0: Good, I'm glad. That was quarantine. We already talked about that a little bit. You guys need to have an Apple and Spotify podcast i at 100% listen. We do... Have plans to put this on Spotify. We are going to put it on Spotify. So all It'll three episodes that we
1: have will probably go on Spotify at the same time. Yes, we'll so. get them.
0: I'm, we're going to work on that either tonight, tonight or tomorrow. We're going to get them on. Spotify. And just
1: a heads up, our podcast usually run anywhere between about an hour to. They're
0: long. You can put it in. You can press play.
1: Yeah, they're they're a little bit longer, but they're we we don't usually put them out. Like a month to two months apart, so you yeah. don't have to feel stressed about. Oh no, it's an hour and a half podcast. Right. I only have a week to listen to it. Exactly, you got time.
0: And they're good for commutes too. Listen to them then.
1: Honestly, that's the one podcast I listen to. It comes out weekly. It's uh the Get Tucked podcast. Oh yeah. I it so it's Tuck from Fit for King.
0: Oh okay yeah.
1: And he talks to other guys and bands and stuff. And that podcast usually goes anywhere from hour and a half <laughs> to uh, hour and a half to three hours. So, I, I as much as I love it, it's hard to listen to it. When I'm sure. not driving. So usually, like, if I have an hour-long drive by myself late at night, I'll just throw one of those on, and I'm good to go.
0: We should do an episode, an episode of podcast recommendations, because I have yes. a bunch that we'd love to talk about, too. And we're going to do some other fun stuff in the future. But uh, two more questions. Number one comes from Anna. Are you ready for some hockey? Heck freaking yeah! I cannot wait for hockey. The- I would, quite frankly, watch anything. I would watch, like, some, some ducks... Like curling, I don't. I would watch anything at this point. I, I would mean, watch NASCAR like an old. I would. NASCARs on. I would, yeah. on, uh, I would rather watch ducks bowling. <laughs> so, ducks bowling, or like ducks playing curling, or like an old man in the park hitting birds over the head. That's what I would watch at this point. I'm just kidding. I have. Seen it, some isn't
1: NASCAR. that baseball? Just
0: an old, man <laughs> <eating> some... <laughs> <laughs> an old man in the park hitting birds on the head. That is baseball. No, no, no I literally the throwing
1: balls at, at the birds making them explode in midair.
0: Oh, well, yeah, if you're going back to Randy Johnson and him doing that, yeah, that was pretty fun. So I'm definitely ready for some hockey. I'm ready to watch the Penguins dominate here. Um, to, just kidding, they probably won't, to be honest. But I'm just ready to watch some hockey. <laughs> Cannot wait for sports. Yep. And, like I was saying, like, I'd watch anything at this point. So another one I had is, when did I first get, this is a question for me, I guess, when did I first get into musical theater?
1: Uh, mine was went to stage crew.
0: Go, yeah. Talk to us about you doing stage crew because Tyler here is also in the theater biz, if you will. I mean, I'm but not into theater the per se, but I. But he has love... a, a he has a a girlfriend and a boyfriend that are into theater. I don't <laughs> have a boyfriend. <laughs> he has a girlfriend and a best friend that are both into theater, so he's been involved. Talk to us. Yeah. About
1: that. So I've done stage crew. I guess because of the pandemic, this is the first year I haven't done it since 2013. Wow. Um. But yeah, I just... I don't know. Something about being behind the scenes is a lot of fun. Just getting to move the set around. Last year was probably my favorite. I mean, I didn't like dressing up, per se, <laughs> as part of the cast.
0: <laughs> oh, yes!
1: But it was fun to walk out and like see the audience and be seen for once. And like a lot of people thought we were just actors moving the set around, mm-hmm. which is really cool. That's so great.
0: You but, guys really oh, yeah. were troopers. And I will mention this for people that didn't know. So last year... Um, he and I were both in a production of Newsies. I played Davey, and he was on stage crew. And all stage crew, if any any stage crew members are watching, either of us now, I don't know, I haven't checked, you guys were troopers for basically being on stage as fellow Newsies, for dressing up in a costume, being an actor to an extent, because you did You have to be an actor when you were on stage. So mm-hmm. it's great. I, I appreciate that. So,
1: Yeah, my favorite part was uh, when we had to bring the gates out for the first time and all the new. That was the challenge was trying to figure out how to get back in there before all <laughs> the actors did and try to find a spot where none of the actors could like, you know,
0: I feel that yeah, get
1: in your way. Um, but it was fun to like kind of act with them. Now, then again, there would be points where we would have like a whispered conversation with each other. Like, oh, so but... how
0: dare you? <laughs> so instead don't of, like, ever talk. <laughs>
1: so we weren't really acting we we're just like all right and when do we go out okay i think that yeah, yeah. Trying to and that out, yeah. we move now so it was like but it looked natural did you
0: have much like interaction with the audience in terms of like facing out towards the audience and like trying to pretend like you were part of the um
1: scene? not really no i it was a, a lot of it was more just like we were focused on moving the set and just trying to make sure we didn't run over actors because there were a few times that we would have if we would have been looking towards the audience because actors, no offense, actors sometimes think more about themselves than the set on the <laughs>
0: Guilty as and, charged.
1: And almost get run over. And if they get run over, well, that's not our fault. The directors have yelled at them so before.
0: So I want to teach you a little bit of theater slang that we like to use. Um, many of my past directors have had a saying. and It's a phrase. It's It's the word boy, right? But that's an acronym. It stands for big things, other things, you. And I'm saying that because we don't follow that like we should but it is a reminder to be appreciative of the set crew of the stage crew and the set that they're bringing out. Big things come out first, other things come out second, and then you come out last because the actors are the ones that are ultimately bring the show to life. Mm -hmm. But you know, we can navigate through everything effectively to the point of just let stage crew bring the stuff out first and let, let the set be ready, big things, other things, and then you come last. So the other stuff can be out there and you can be ready to go. So a little bit of theater slang for you there. Um, now, for me to answer this question, I got started back when I was 13, I want to say.
1: Yeah, because yours was the year after mine. So, yeah, you were 13. Was that? So, yeah.
0: yes. So, I think that it was in, maybe I was 14.
1: No, because I was, no, I was, it it was two thousand fourteen was oh, Wizard yes. of Oz. Two
0: thousand fourteen. So it's two thousand fourteen was Wizard of Oz, and I was I was would have been thirteen then. Uh, I got my start with Encore Homeschool Productions. You turned
1: fourteen that year, but I you turned fourteen sh- that year, but during was, the show yeah.
0: I was thirteen. And I had seen Encore Homeschool Productions shows before like years past. My mom took me to see a whole bunch of shows. I saw Beauty the fir- first time they did Beauty and the Beast back in two thousand nine. Uh, I saw Seusical. They did uh, uh, First Impressions. They did Appointment with Death, which is a murder mystery. That was a fun one. That was to a watch. really fun I show. I wish I
1: had done Stage Crew for that. Yeah, that would have been fun. They that was did, the year uh, before I joined Stage Crew, I oh, think. Okay, yeah.
0: Yes. That, well, then they did Meet Me in St. Louis. Were you a Stage Crew for that? Yes, that was my okay, first that year was I did first Stage year. Crew. So I saw a lot of different shows, a lot of really fun shows. Susical was the show that when I saw it, I knew that I wanted to do this. I saw how much fun that they were having up. I still want to be Susical, I still want to play the cat in the hat. When I saw Seussical, I knew that this was something that I wanted to do, and I was really excited about it. So, the next year was 2014, and I joined Encore as a 13-year-old that had no idea what I was doing. Um, but, you still
1: have no idea what you're doing.
0: Right. I don't <laughs> have any clue what I'm doing. And I played the mayor of Munchkinland as a little prepubescent boy whose voice hadn't changed, but I could hit those high notes, dude. Wait, it's oh. it's changed? No, I'm still like stuck at about halfway through. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... I played the mayor of Munchkin land. I rocked that part. I had a great like soprano voice and I killed it and it's only gotten worse. And I also played a flying monkey, which was one of the most fun costumes to be in. Dude, that was one of the most fun parts to play. We were only on stage for a couple of scenes, but that was so much fun. The face paint. I mean, the costumes were definitely hot, but we, I jumped off a trampoline.
1: Yeah, you show. did.
0: Like one of those mini exercise trampolines. That was so much fun. I kid you not. They had me listed in the program as the second in command flying monkey. I was it, man. And I'll tell you this: there was one one scene where we thought the character, the guy that played Nico, who was our who who was the head of the monkeys, right? We thought he wasn't going to make it in time for a scene, and we we're all trying to figure out who would play Nico in that scene, right? Mm-hmm. And I was yelling that it should be me because I was listed in the program as the second in command monkey fun stories that's where I got my start since then I've been at about 10 shows mostly with encore uh, I've been at the Apollo Awards several times and I've done stuff with a bunch of other community theaters so that's been really fun my last show that I did was end of 2019 Hunchback of Notre Dame yeah that was real fun and you and I have done a lot of stuff together because you've been in stage crew and a lot of the I shows. I think there's only been,
1: been two shows that we haven't done together
0: that was uh yes. Christmas story Christmas Christmas Carol Christmas Carol I did that back yeah. in 2017 and then Hunchback Hunchback of Notre Dame this past year
1: So, I have two theater questions, then.
0: You do? From other people? Yes. Whoa. So,
1: Sarah asked, the musical or play of of Meet Me in St. Louis? I didn't know there was a play version. So, my answer is the musical because I did not know there was a play.
0: So, full disclosure. Okay. I'm not... I knew there was a Meet Me in St. Louis play, but that doesn't mean that I knew anything about About it. I mean, I know the plot of Meet Me in St. Louis, but... I'm always I have always been and will always be a musical guy. Cuz I love the combination of of music, you know, plus the acting. Like I don't ever want to have one without the other. So, I will always say the musical. I also like the the musical mm-hmm. the, the music in Meet Me in St. Louis. I'm not a huge play guy. I mean, I like plays, but I'll always say the musical. And I I'm not as big of a fan of Meet Me in St. Louis to be able to to like rip apart how the two are different. Yeah. Other than obviously one has no music and one does. But I would definitely say the musical just because I like them better than plays. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's a lame answer. And man. then I
1: had another theater question come in and the theme of theater, in your opinion, what's the best musical, worst musical and hardest to perform for, I, I can <sighs> go first. Cause I already have my opinion already go. Yeah. So the best one that I've done personally, I think would be newsies. Like I said earlier, I gave my reasons for that one. The worst I would say it, I think is uh crap. What was the one filler on the roof? i I oh, oh oh, I know it's a classic, I just
0: it's okay, I'm gonna let this one slide because I know it, that you're it's not got a depressing huge and
1: it's got a depressing ending, and like
0: I don't know it it just feels you're like, giving this podcast a depressing ending it's okay, like i I,
1: I understand why it's got a depressing ending, but it's just like usually when like nothing it just when it's over, you just feel worse off than when you just. Got it. That's just me personally. Point
0: is to relay the stories of the Jewish culture. Yes. In years past, and to show that life was not easy for them. Yeah. And if it makes you feel bad at the end, you feel a little bit about how they felt. But
1: when you see it seven times in a row, eight times in a row,
0: (laughs) you kind of feel bad every night. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. So I will answer this as well.
1: Sarah has one. Okay, I'll answer this. She, She said, "Late Miss is the worst." I, I says it's worse than fiddler. <laughs> I knew before you were my that. head
0: blows off. I'm going to say mention real quick that we're in Tyler's house right now to, to Luke who asked where we are. Yeah, I'm not in my house right now. We're at Tyler's little podcasting studio. So that's where it is right now. I'm adjusting my microphone so my neck doesn't fall off. Uh, S- you, you
1: might want to pull it up just a little bit
0: because you're because okay, the mic. Part's lo- hang on. Hold on. No, I got this. there we go we got it this is so much fun all right here's what i would say best show to perform mine has honestly it is very close between newsies and hunchback i had so much fun doing hunchback and i'm not the biggest like dance person you know I've gotten a lot better in you know in theater, but that's never been my strong suit, mm-hmm. and it's also never been the thing I was that was my favorite thing to do. That being said, Newsies is has always been my favorite show, and uh, it's the one that it's been the most fun to perform. Hunchback has been really fun to perform, but besides Newsies, I'd say Lame Is. Yeah, and quite frankly, to our unnamed listener slash viewer who has repeatedly in my presence bashed Lay Miz and told me how much she dislikes it. I I I'm gonna be honest, I don't under, I still don't understand why she dislikes Lay so much. And maybe she can explain it to us in a in a comment here or something. Or maybe we'll, we'll have her on the podcast or sometime for her to explain.
1: She she's getting on that pot on our podcast. <sighs> she at some is on our
0: podcast. It, 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 and we'll we'll like debate this long and hard. Like it it doesn't make sense to me as somebody that enjoys theater that you would not like that the only legitimate reason is that i i think for not liking it is that you feel that the style of music completely contradicts what what you enjoy so like if you're more along the modern sort of poppy sounding you know musical theater cast recording you know that type of thing then you might think okay i don't like prefer the classics as much i truly think les mis is the best musical that has ever existed it's not my favorite, but I think that it is the best. I think that based off of the novel by Victor Hugo, which first of all is a masterpiece in and of itself. And I would be curious if she doesn't like the book or if it's the musical that she doesn't like. Because the way that the oh my goodness, the the story that the book told about the French Revolution and the contrast and how how much they how, how they talk about some of the the themes that they have And lots of musicals, you know, you have that that love and passion theme, but you also have a lot about war and about political controversy. Like, there's so many different styles present there. And the music is, I truly believe, some of the best music ever to hit Broadway. Plus the fact that me personally, there's not much dancing in this show, and I'm not a huge dancing fan. Just the actors, the way that they're able to vocalize this, the way that it was composed... The way that it all fits together perfectly into this type of show that is such by the end, a a it builds you up. It's such a feel good it's 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 ultimately a feel good show. It's very depressing throughout a lot of the show, but it builds you up by the end. There's Rant a, over. There's a comment. Okay.
1: We're not gonna name names. But it's not the person that you just of said. Course. Oh, okay. Someone different. They said, Les Mis is depressing. Give me newsies any day.
0: Okay. Well, I will agree with the give me newsies any day part because I also think that I, I mean i like the music of newsies better uh too just because it's yeah i do like the upbeat nature of it and i think it's even more memorable and to be honest though like i don't want a musical that isn't a little bit depressing because i think if you have a musical that is pure pure joy and pure happiness you miss the part of the that sort of the change in, in, in the fluctuation in human emotion that you get while experiencing that show. like You're going to be sad and you're going to be depressed and then you're going to be happy and then you're going to be confused and then you're going to be completely confused. It's it's There's so many different emotions that Les Mis makes you feel. It brings you up. It brings you down. You're depressed. You're happy. And it's full of a call to action, mm-hmm. which if you interpret that correctly and if you take away, I think, how it should be interpreted, you're going to feel sad to an extent but you're going to feel empowered and passionate and you are going to feel excited because you're going to feel like you can make a change and that's what lame is is all about and that's why it's so great to me Whew. all right i get so bad pa- i, I love lay is lame is i think is a, a, one of our world's greatest masterpieces and so i get passionate when people don't like it i'm sorry ultimately you can think what you want if you have that opinion it's fine even black sabbath wrong.
1: is the best thing that the world's ever given us oh
0: okay I'm kidding. Um, okay, so that uh, that we were talking about the best shows to perform. So
1: Tiffany now wants to know...
0: Wait, hold on. I didn't answer uh, the rest. I'll just answer them uh, oh, quickly. Yeah. I'm not going to go into Sorry, it. Sorry, in I, I thought we were done. No, no, no. Uh, what, was it, what were the other two in that last question?
1: So it was best, worst, and then hardest to perform.
0: Hardest to perform. Um... <sighs> okay, I'm going to say hardest to perform. Like the hardest type shows to perform are ones that are either super, super vocally intense, like Phantom of the Opera, for example, or ones that are, um, super dance heavy, uh, which honestly I would say Newsies. newsies is super dance heavy. It very much is. Um, and to be honest though, I might say Phantom, but like if we're talking about individual roles, well, okay, one of the things that I would say, because there's a lot of tap in this, Hardest to Perform is 42nd Street, which that's not one I know you're not familiar with that one, but that's a very tap-heavy show. You know this one, though, that I would say most difficult role to perform is Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. I think that's the most difficult individual role in all of musical Because you to need perform.
1: to be able to go back and forth like you, that.
0: And you also are 95% of the show. Yes. Like, literally, there is no semblance of any show with, without you. And that can't be said for every lead character. Mm-hmm. And I was in a production of Les, uh, Playmates of Jekyll and Hyde. And oh my goodness, the guy that he absolutely rocked it. The oh, guy he was very, good. And I think that's probably the most difficult role. He was
1: so loud. I basically put him on mute. And there was like, can you <laughs> turn him <laughs> down more. Tech. I said, I could if I would, but he's already on mute.
0: Yeah, he was working tech for that. Yeah. yeah. And then, worst show, I would say for me, I hate Legally Blonde. Just because I think, I just, I don't think it's like necessarily a bad show, but that's just not my jam. The, the type yeah. of, of, uh, I don't know. I, I don't really like the music. I don't like the plot line. I think it's kind of gross and whatever. I won't go into it too deep. I could, but we're going to move on to the next question.
1: So then just a quick follow-up. Uh, Tiffany asks, so what's your thoughts on the Lay movie then?
0: Oh. If you thoughts, can like, keep it short. I'm going to keep it short. My thoughts on the Lay movie are no, no, and no again. My thoughts are it could have been great, but they failed in casting. I don't like the roles that Hugh Jackman has played. But Wolverine. Yeah, the musical roles that Hugh Jackman has played. <laughs> I knew what you meant. And here's the, like, I don't take this wrongly. I love Hugh Jackman as an actor and as a singer. I think he's got a great voice. But why is he being cast in tenor roles? This is something that I'm very passionate about. He is a baritone. You listen to him as Jean Valjean in Les Mis. You listen to him as P.T. Barnum in The Greatest Showman. He he is straining. Like, I'm not going to say that he's a bad singer, because he's not. He's a good singer. Mm-hmm. But you can hear him struggling to reach these high notes. It's not in his range. He's a baritone. So that is one of the reasons. I also think Russell Crowe is pretty crap as Javert. Um oh they could have done a lot better in casting and they didn't it had the ability to be a lot better it was not It had so much potential and it fell flat I always listen to the the concert recordings of the anniversary of the show mm-hmm. because that's I think has the best singers but keep it on the stage keep it as a musical keep it as as a concert even if you want but no not not Les Mis movie for me I'm I'm um, no Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> i try to keep that short. You, you did. Good. Very good. Did yeah. you have another question? Was there no. another follow-up one, or was that it? No, that, that's it. For Let me. me double-check mine here.
1: You probably got, like, 18 billion questions no, already. No, actually,
0: I don't. I have some comments, but they're not really questions. No? Huh. I'm pretty good. What? my phone's going off. <laughs> Tyler, is that the end of our show? I mean, yeah, this is
1: our longest episode yet. We're... Over two hours? No. We the the way so it starts off at like one hour oh. and then like once you hit that one hour mark it'll start so once you hit like two hours it'll go to three you know
0: that justin rocky's in the building hey
1: but yeah so this is our longest episode yet at almost two hours almost two hours well that's pretty cool i mean with bumper music and everything too we'll probably be pushing that two hour mark great
0: well thanks for listening guys we appreciate it thanks for listening and watching we're going to put this podcast on probably Google Podcasts and probably Spotify. It'll
1: probably go up on YouTube tonight or tomorrow. Good. So you can sure. listen to
0: it on YouTube. And we hope you enjoyed it. We're going to be doing some more in the future. We'll do some more political podcasts in the future. That
1: might be a different podcast that we start.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Because we like to keep this one pretty... We like to keep this one as a show that we take your mind off of politics.
1: I mean, it. the show's called Word Vomit. That's true. We're
0: yeah. vomiting words, literally. So... It
1: doesn't sound like you would take it very seriously to begin no, you with. No,
0: shouldn't take it very seriously. With that being said, thanks for listening to Word Vomit. Yes, we thank We hope you. you'll subscribe. and We hope you check out our podcast on all our platforms. Tyler and I will put this out on our social media. I'm at Frankensteindale on all social media platforms. Tyler, where are you?
1: At Nunyobiznos. At Nunyobiznos. You so can it's check N-U-N out. N-U-N-Y-O-B-I-Z-Z-N-O-S-S.
0: Very unique. Very creative. I love it. Thanks for listening to the show today. Have a good one, guys. Peace out. Peace.